This is the Joe Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol Live. It's a freaking Thursday, and it's another day in mass shooting USA. Last night, as we were doing the Troll Patrol, there were three active shooter situations going on. I have another mass shooting that happened just a few hours ago here in the United States to report on to you. We're on a little early because the White House getting ready to go live. Joe Biden is going to be addressing the nation the issue of gun violence course occurring at the same time that the house is i believe they're still debating they are they are still debating legislation in the house we are going to take that live after we do all these other stories about mass shootings i have lined up for you here it is the second day of pride month i would like to tell everybody to uh happy pride hope you're having a good one but fucking shit There's more death and destruction here in the United States. So Biden is scheduled to speak at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, That is about five minutes from now. But beforehand, if we have the time here, I'm going to keep an eye on the White House. Hopefully those things never start on time. So hopefully we have a chance to listen to what Fox News has to say about Biden's comments we're going to hear here in just a few minutes. Set to give a primetime address calling on Congress to pass new gun control laws. Lady B, what is up? After the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, that killed 19 students and two teachers. And after the tragedy in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where a gunman killed four people at a medical office, the president expected to... We have updates on all those stories. Buffalo, Uvalde... AWOL during uh, the even Oklahoma negotiations and is headed to the beach in Delaware tonight. Sparkles, welcome. So getting grilled on how the president plans to press ahead. If the president thinks that Congress must act immediately to end this... I would hope the QAnons have moved on from Fox News. Like, Fox News isn't Trumpy enough for them. Tonight? Janine Shapiro is indeed a um, dickhead. Uh, and so probably a little... Not that there's anything wrong with that. Thing that he knows how to get things done. He does. He does. I am not high enough for this shit. Meanwhile, fireworks on Capitol Hill as House Democrats clash with Republicans on new gun legislation being pushed by the left. There's something gun crazed about our country that we need to deal with. You are not going to bully your way into stripping Americans of fundamental rights. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it and we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation. They want to change the country in so many dramatic ways. Again, Texas is filled with good guys with guns. I don't. But that couldn't save the However, Fox News is too smart for the QAnons. Remember, remember. Fox News rightfully called the election for Joe Biden, and that pissed all the QAnon fucks off. They all went to OAN, uh, Newsmax, or they're just watching shit on YouTube. I'm at my house. I Not even YouTube, Rumble, or BitChute. I ask, who are you here for? Are you here for our kids, or are you here for the killers? 
Oof, that was a low blow. As if Republicans who believe in the Second Amendment, Jesse, yeah. uh, side with... Bullshit! It's not a low blow! It's not a low blow. You are there on behalf of the killers, which is gun manufacturers. Republicans are there on behalf of the killers, which is the gun manufacturers and the gun lobby in this country. Killers of children. That's when it gets ridiculous. Yeah, he's a nasty guy. I just don't care what he says. Biden has three things he needs to address tonight. There's three components. There's school shootings, there are mass shootings, and then there are these inner city gun homicides. If he just goes in and only addresses AR-15s, the whole country is going to dismiss that. We are. Because this is a larger issue. Exactly, Lady B. It's not a low blow if it's the fucking truth. Most of the homicides are handgun homicides by drum gangs in the inner city. He needs to say that. When they say inner city, that's a dog whistle for black people. Black people is what he's talking about of these components if he likes to do the root cause thing. I know how much they love root causes. You go into mental health. You go into broken families. I do. I forget what Jesse Waters. Is that this dude's name? There's a lot. He, he used to do the man on the street shit. We expect the president on Bill O'Reilly show. Concrete proposals tonight. Uh, yeah, I think Jesse Waters is his name. Get traction in the Senate because right now the Senate's cut him out. Yes, they are in the inner city currently. And just poison pills this thing and says Republicans want everyone to die. I'm going to take your guns. No. Right now, the main action in the Senate is Lindsey Graham and Cornyn, two deputies of. The, um, I don't think Republicans want everyone to die, but I, I don't think they give a shit if people do die. As long as that check from the NRA or one of the offshoot organizations that are pushing this bullshit clears, they don't care who dies. You're really so dug in on the left that you have to go take our guns. Take the win on that little issue, and the American people will actually say, you know what? You did something. Everyone says, do something, do something. That I am I am tired of right-wingers recommending to us how we should legislate or recommending to the the Democrats how they should legislate. One faceted approach. We've got to take the guns. You have a baby now. I would assume that you would want schools hardened. You would want to know about, you know, you'd want red flag laws to be in place so that when someone shows all of the signs. They have fought against red flag laws. Kind of led up to this, that there's got to be more than just. The right has absolutely tried to demonize red flag laws. Approach for sure. But in terms of hardening schools, some of the things that I've heard that go into hardening schools, like teachers being armed. No, I don't want that. And I want. No, you shouldn't want that. That's stupid. That is stupid. But that's a big part of what people. All right. So we do have a live shot with the White House now. So we'll go over to it. We might come back to Fox News. We might not. Who knows? This is live at the White House where Biden will speak any moment. Lady B wants me to show a cat. Do I have a cat handy? Say hi to a Maynard. You Maynard. Biden making his way to the podium.
We're not smart like Australia. We're not smart like Canada. On Memorial Day this past Monday, Jill and I visited Arlington National Cemetery. As we entered those hallowed grounds, we saw rows and rows of crosses among the rows of headstones with other emblems of belief, honoring those who paid the ultimate price on battlefields around the world. The day before, we visited Uvalde, Uvalde, Texas. In front of Robb Elementary School, we stood before 21 crosses for 19 third and fourth graders and two teachers. On each cross, a name. And nearby, a photo of each victim that Jill and I reached out to touch. Innocent victims murdered in a classroom that had been turned into a killing field. Standing there in that small town, like so many other communities across America, I couldn't help but think there are too many other schools, too many other everyday places that have become killing fields, battlefields. I have the numbers for you. I have the number of mass shootings this year. It's going to appall you. Before, across from a grocery store in Buffalo, New York, memorializing 10 fellow Americans, a spouse, a parent, a grandparent, a sibling, gone forever. At both places, we spent hours with hundreds of family members who were broken and whose lives will never be the same. They had one message for all of us. Do something. Just do something. For God's sake, do something. After Columbine, after Sandy Hook. Sorry, Warlord. After Orlando, after Las Vegas, after Parkland, nothing has been done. This time, that can't be true. This time, we we No, we're, we're on early right now. The issue we face is one of conscience and common sense. For so many of you at home, I want to be very clear. This is not about taking away anyone's guns. It's about vil- not about vilifying gun, o- gun owners. In fact, we believe we should be treating responsible gun owners as an example of how every gun owner should behave. I respect the culture and the tradition and the concerns of lawful gun owners. At the same time, I don't. the Second Amendment, like all other rights, is not absolute. It was, just, it was Justice Scalia who wrote, and I quote, like most rights, the right Second Amendment, by the, the rights granted by the Second Amendment are not unlimited. Not unlimited. It never has been. There have always been limitations on what weapons you can own in America. For example, machine guns have been federally regulated for nearly 90 years, and this is still a free country. Is it? Is it really, Biden? It's about protecting children. It's about protecting families. It's about protecting whole communities. It's about protecting our freedoms to go to school, to a grocery store, to a church, without being shot and killed. According to new data just released by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, guns are the number one killer of children in the United States of America. The number one killer. More than car accidents, more than cancer. Over the last two decades, more school-aged children have died from guns than on-duty police officers and active-duty military combined. 
Think about that. More kids than on-duty cops killed by guns. More kids than soldiers killed by guns. They're even counting the, uh, the cops that died of COVID. How much more carnage are we willing to accept? How many more innocent American lives must be taken before we say enough, enough? I know that we can't prevent every tragedy, but here's what I believe we have to do. Here's what the overwhelming majority... Well, he's getting ready to say that, warlord. Here's what the families in Buffalo and Uvalde in Texas told us we must do. We need to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Nothing wrong with that. If we can't ban assault weapons, then we should raise the age to purchase them from 18 to 21. Strengthen background checks. Enact safe storage law and red flag laws. Repeal the immunity that protects gun manufacturers from liability. Address the mental health crisis. You guys all know my position. I think we should outlaw the commercial sale of manufacturer. I don't think there should be gun manufacturers. But the least you can do is repeal their immunity. Common sense measures. We should be able to class action the shit out of them just like we can any other fucking company in this country. That we passed in 1994 with bipartisan support in Congress and the support of law enforcement. Nine categories of semi-automatic weapons were included in that ban. The NRA and Ronald Reagan and the supported that legislation. RB, welcome. I was starting to worry that the YouTube wasn't, uh, wasn't streaming. And those weapons were allowed to be sold again. Mass shootings tripled. Those are the facts. A few years ago, the family of the inventor of the AR-15 said he would have been horrified to know that its design was being used to slaughter children and other innocent lives instead of being used as a military weapon in the battlefields. As what, did, what, 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 what would they be doing with it on the battlefield? Same difference. They'd be slaughtering women and children. Oh, oh, it'd be because it was overseas. Should an ordinary citizen be able to purchase an assault weapon that holds 30 round magazines that let mass shooters fire hundreds of bullets in a matter of minutes. Agreed. The damage was so devastating in Uvalde, parents had to do DNA swabs to identify the remains of their children. Nine and 10 year old children. Enough. We should expand background checks to be, keep guns out of the hands of felons, fugitives, and those under restraining orders. Stronger background checks are something that the vast majority of Americans, including the majority of gun owners, agree on. I also believe... Yes, yes, gun, gun manufacturers have immunity from lawsuits in this country. Not locking up your gun. The shooter in Sandy Hook came from a home full of guns. They were too easy to access. That's how he got the weapons. The weapon he used to kill his mother... We're going to run down the uh, Uvalde shooter's arsenal here in just a second. Wow. You have a responsibility to secure it. Every responsible gun owner agrees to make sure no one else can have access to it, to lock it up, to have trigger locks. Among among the vast population, uh, universal... We should Background checks and waiting periods are so very popular. Counselor, it should be the one thing that can get passed. It won't. 
Because it's not popular with gun manufacturers, and that's who's writing the checks. We're experiencing suicidal thoughts. It makes them a danger to themselves or to others. 19 states in the district. We're, we're not doing elections today, warlord. It's oops all guns. To my son, Attorney General Bo Biden. Bo's dead, sir. Bo is dead. 13 dead. If you're, li- if you're listening to Bo right now. Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Please seek help. 17 dead, 17 injured. In both places, countless others suffering with invisible wounds. Red flag laws could have stopped both these shooters. And Uvalde. Maybe Hunter comes in high sometimes and convinces Joe he's Bo. Try to get some money out of him. He was too young to purchase one himself. She refused. But as soon as uh, Bo, uh, Bo didn't die in in the war. Bo died himself. of brain cancer. Because in Texas, Bo did indeed serve. You can be 18 years old and buy an. Dazzy's Nicks, thank you for the resub. In Texas, until you're 21, we can't. I think it was brain cancer. It was some kind of cancer. As we should, we must at least raise the age to be able to purchase one to 21. Look, I know some folks will say 18-year-olds can serve in the military. And fire those okay, fair enough, fair enough. He died as a result of cancer from the burn pits. That could actually be true. Don't tell me raising the age won't make a difference. Enough. We should repeal the liability. I, okay, Moxicino, true. Gun manufacturers are being sued for the you death got me there. caused by their weapons. They're the only industry in this country that has that kind of immunity. Imagine. Imagine if Raising the, the age would indeed help. Been immune from being sued, where we'd be today. The gun industry special protections are. We know for a fact that raising the age would have prevented Uvalde. And let a, a thorough background check would have prevented Uvalde. Gun violence leaves behind. Imagine being that little girl, that brave little girl in Uvalde, who smeared blood off her. I don't want to imagine what she went through. No one should have to imagine that. Still among the corpses in her classroom and pretend she was dead in order to stay alive. Imagine. Imagine what it would be like for her to walk down the hallway of any school again. Imagine. I haven't gone to renew my driver's license in quite some time. Trauma every day in school, in the streets, in communities all across America. Imagine what it's like for so many parents to hug their children goodbye in the morning, not sure whether they'll come back home. Unfortunately, too many people don't have to imagine that at all. We watched uh, Fox News' assessment of what Biden was going to say, and they already said, well, if he doesn't talk about inner-city shootings, then why should we listen to him? That is literally what Fox News said. Something about it. That's why mental health is the heart of my unity agenda that I laid out. The country will just blow them off. We must provide more school counselors. Sickening. More school nurses. More mental health services for students and for teachers. More people volunteering as mentors to help young people succeed. More privacy protection and resources to keep kids safe from the harms of social media. This unity agenda won't fully heal the wounded souls, but it will help. It matters. I just told you what I'd do. The question now is... Even the ASL uh, woman looks disgusted by... Biden's comments. Expanding background checks to cover nearly all gun sales, including at gun shows and online sales. Getting rid of the loophole 
allows a gun sale to go through after three business days, even if the background check has not been completed. And the House is planning- In Oklahoma, where they have chipped away at the gun laws, the shooter bought the rival the same day. Yesterday. Red flag law. Codifying my ban on ghost guns that don't have serial numbers and can't be traced. And tougher laws to prevent gun trafficking. That's just, that's the whole thing about ghost guns is bullshit. That's just fear mongering. Take the time to do something. And this time, it's time for the Senate to do something. But as we know, in order to. I am, I am totally not worried about people that can print fucking guns at their homes. I support the bipartisan efforts that include small group of Democrats and Republicans. I'm worried about the incels that are radicalized on the internet that can just walk into a gun shop and buy an AR-15. Don't want That's the issue here. Even to be debated or come up for a vote, I find unconscionable. They are debating right now. We're going to cut to the House here in just a little bit. Since Uvalde, just over a week ago, there have been 20 other mass shootings in America. Including today! Does he even know about the one just a few hours ago? At a hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma, a shooter deliberately targeted a surgeon using an assault weapon he bought just a few hours before his rampage. And I have a, feel, and I have a feeling that the cemetery shooting that we're going to talk about here in a little bit isn't going to get the same kind of play. And I feel like it was probably motivated by far-right propaganda. This is just given the facts. Because there were people there mourning a, a victim of a police shooting. But I'll never give up. And an asshole went to... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm screaming. It's, it's what I do, Lady B. Act to turn your outrage into making this issue central to your vote. But a shooter enough, went and enough, shot up a cemetery where mourners days, the families were there paying their respects to somebody who had been shot. We'll take that by the cops. It's a town where everyone knows everyone. And day by day, they will honor each one they lost. Jill and I met with the owner and staff of the funeral home is being strong, 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 strong to take care of their own. And the people of Uvalde mourn as they do over the next 17 days. What will we be doing as a nation? Jill and I met with the sister of the teacher who was murdered and whose husband died of a heart attack two days later, leaving behind four beautiful orphaned children, all now orphaned. The sister asked us, what could she say? What could she tell her nieces and nephews? It's the most heartbreaking moments that I can remember. All I could think to say was, I told her to hold them tight. Hold them tight. After visiting the school, we attended Mass at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Eddie. In the pews, families and friends held each other tightly. As Archbishop Gustavo spoke, he asked the children in attendance to come up on the altar and sit in the altar with him. No, 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 no. Don't ever let archbishops around children. Sat next to Jill and me in the first pew. And as we left the church, have we not learned anything? Foster granddaughter passed me a handwritten letter. It read, quote, 
erase the invisible line that is dividing our nation. Come up with a solution and fix what's broken and make the changes that are necessary to prevent this from happening again. End of quote. My fellow Americans, enough. Enough. It's time for each of us to do our part. It's time to act for the children we've lost, the children we can save, for the nation we love. Let's hear the call and the cry. Let's meet the moment. Let us finally do something. God bless the families who are hurting. God bless you all. From him, based on the 91st Psalm sung in my church, may he raise you up on eagle's wings and bear you on the breath of dawn, make you to shine like the sun and hold you in the palm of his hand. That's my prayer for all of you. God bless you. Fuck yeah, we celebrate Pride Month around here, but unfortunately it's not off to a good start with multiple mass shootings. Oh. Well, let's go to the house. Uh, it appears that they've wrapped up for the day. Stream ended 22 seconds ago. They were debating legislation in the house. Uh, we do have some highlights of some of the debate. Uh, but let's start off with just a shocking, shocking number. 200. And 33 mass shootings have happened so far in 2022. And that is not including the one that just happened a few hours ago. At least 233 mass shootings have taken place so far in the United States this year alone, according to data released by a nonprofit, a statistic that comes amid the fallout of several devastating shootings in New York, Texas, and Oklahoma, now in Milwaukee. Data from Gun Violence Archive defines a mass shooting as an event that leaves at least four people killed or wounded, not including the shooter. Under that definition, the nonprofit reported that 233 mass shootings have occurred in 2022 so far. Figures come against the backdrop of several high-profile shootings that took place recently in Tulsa, Uvalde and Buffalo. Four people were killed on Wednesday after a shooter entered a hospital in Tulsa before later taking his own life. Last week, 19 children and two adults died after a gunman entered an elementary school in Uvalde. Last month, 10 people died and three others were injured following a shooting at a Buffalo supermarket located in a predominantly black neighborhood. I'll give you an update on all those stories, but first let's talk about the cemetery shooting. Just happening in the last few hours. Several mourners shot at a funeral for a Wisconsin man killed by the cops. The pastor was lowering the body into the ground and all of a sudden they just started shooting. One attendee told the Daily Beast. People were shot at a burial on Thursday after a uh, afternoon for a young man fatally shot by police in Wisconsin in May. Mourners were playing their respects. 27-year-old Deshanti L. King when gunfire erupted at Graceland Cemetery. One attendee who identified himself as the grandfather of one of King's four sons, but asked not to be named, said the incident came as a complete shock. 
Let's get a local news hit. See if they give us more information. Again, this is a fluid situation. Who knows what the actual facts are? As we saw in Uvalde, cops fucking lie. Tonight, a shooting at a funeral in Racine. Police say there are several victims. Let's get right to 12 News. Matt Smith live near Graceland Cemetery. Matt. Joyce, an incredibly active scene as we come on the air at 5 o'clock. Take a look. This is the cemetery where this shooting happened and police are continuing their response. You can see the casket there. It, chaos erupted as gunfire rang out this afternoon just before 2.30. Police responding at this hour saying there are multiple victims. It is unknown, police say, as of their last update, how many victims there are just showing the gravity and the chaotic nature that played out in just several minutes here. We are also hearing as investigators Investigators are on scene at this hour on the ground. Some of the first responses and first calls into 911 and the dispatch out to this cemetery. Take a listen. 6.4, respond to our Graceland Boulevard, Lathrop Avenue. We're receiving multiple calls of shots being fired and parties being down. Uh, unknown specific injuries at this time. Stage on arrival. One female shot in the thigh. Still getting further info. It looks like there may be five people shot. Right now at this hour, a funeral home confirming that a funeral service was happening when the shooting happened, that the funeral of Deshante King. He was shot and killed by Racine police several weeks ago. What led up to this shooting, what transpired when some of the first gunshots rang out remain unknown at this hour. We do have some firsthand witness accounts that are coming in, not only from social media, but from friends. Take a listen. He got scared and he's not one to scare easy i'll just say that what did he tell you about what happened he didn't i mean i just called him and asked him if he was okay if he was one of them that got shot he said no so i'm glad he's okay and i feel sorry for the family members that did get shot i really do my condolences if somebody dies i don't know what happened but it's it's just getting nuts it is literally crazy around here nowadays An incredibly active scene at this moment. Racine police still asking community members and residents to avoid this area of the cemetery. A major perimeter still blocked off at this hour. We do know state, local, and federal authorities now on scene. Racine police, the Racine County Sheriff's Office, as well as FBI agents as this investigation is now in its infancy stages. Reporting live in Racine tonight, I'm Matt Smith, WISN 12 News. And still not clear on the severity of the injuries of those who were shot. Matt Smith, thank you. Now let's go to 12 News. Matt Salemi with an exclusive live look above the cemetery in News Chopper 12. Matt. Yeah, they didn't even get a chance to lower the casket before the shots interrupted the funeral. You can see mixed among the flowers and the headstones, evidence markers still strewn about the grass. They're kind of walking off the area quietly. Just a moment ago, they were looking very closely at the casket, like it may have also been struck by a gunshot as well. Uh, investigators still on the scene. Now, the major crimes fan that was here taking photos and collecting all the evidence has just uh, pulled away from the scene directly, and a new group of investigators have now walked out and are kind of combing. Yeah, Drake. Yeah, this is the newest one today. This is the newest one. Kind of sniffing around the grass, trying to... Happened just a few hours ago in Wisconsin. Might have missed with their eyes, so we'll continue to monitor this situation. Reporting live above the cemetery, Matt Salemi, News Chopper 12. Uh, yeah, it's going to be hard to keep all of these shootings we're getting ready to talk about straight. 
Let's move to Oklahoma. From yesterday, this was yesterday's mass shooting. Grappling with yet another mass shooting, this time at a hospital complex in Tulsa. Four people were killed before the gunman took his own life as cops moved in. Authorities say among the dead was a surgeon and the shooter was his disgruntled patient. As Stephen Fabian reports, it's just the latest shooting in which a doctor was targeted. Not again. He began firing at anyone that was in his way. This is the shooter, identified as Michael Lewis. Cops say he targeted a doctor. Known, known better by the name Crazy Eyes Killer. Also slain a second doctor, Stephanie Hooson, receptionist Amanda Glenn, and a patient, William Love. The shooter killed himself on the second floor at the medical center. Cops say he bought an AR-15 just hours before he opened fire. Get the AR-15s off the planet, really, in my view. Right. And it just... The shooting in Tulsa is also the latest deadly attack on doctors who can be vulnerable to acts of rage by troubled patients. Forensic psychiatrist Dr. Keith Ablow. I think doctors get involved in the most fragile parts of people's lives. So whether it's psychologically or whether it's physically, they're there at moments of incredible drama. Michael Lewis is 45. The shooter at the elementary school in Uvalde, Texas is 18. The accused supermarket killer in Buffalo, New York, is also 18. But despite the age differences between... We're going to talk about the ages of mass shooters here. ...shootings have basic similarities, Ablo says. My guess is that even in these three seemingly disparate shooters, I bet you, again, haven't evaluated them, bet you, though, that they are socially isolated people, that they had oddities of behavior before this, that they've had conflict with one or more people. Meanwhile, in Uvalde, Texas, for relatives of the slain children, anger continues with claims that cops didn't take down the gunmen soon enough. This video shows the great-grandfather... Yes, we played this last night. I think we can all feel for this this grandfather. The cops were right there just as soon as he started causing a scene. Pulling their guns, acting all big. He pulls out a knife. It's like, are you going to shoot me? People have died of gun violence in this country. Oh. oh they mentioned it in this uh, piece from Inside Edition. We just watched this is a CBS News piece that says that the gunman did indeed acquire the gun right before the rampage. The shooting in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the nation's 20th mass shooting since the massacre at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. The 20th in the last fucking week. The 20th in the last fucking week. When police say a gunman targeted a doctor that he blamed for his continuing pain following a recent back surgery. CBS's Nancy Chen has the new details. In the chaos, the shooter was looking for one person, Dr. Preston Phillips. He began firing at anyone that was in his way. The suspect was a patient of Dr. Phillips, who performed back surgery on him two weeks ago. But police say he repeatedly called the doctor's office after his surgery, complaining of ongoing pain, even up until yesterday. We have also found a letter on the suspect, which... I'm going to assume that the back surgeon did a pretty damn good job if the dude was able to carry out a mass shooting two weeks after having back surgery.
But once again, this is the this is the capitalist society. Doctors are incentivized to make sure that they they see you for as little amount of time as possible. I'm sure his questions didn't get answered. I'm not making excuses for the dude. This is once again just capitalism compounding these situations. It's made it clear that he came in with the intent to kill Dr. Phillips. Phillips, along with Dr. Stephanie Houston, receptionist Amanda Glynn, and patient William Love were all killed. Dr. Phillips was the consummate gentleman. I mean, I mean, Drake, you're not really being a doomer. You're just kind of being a realist. To emulate. To the family of Mr. Love, I'm so sorry. We couldn't save you. I mean, I would assume they did. I like... Police... I would say if he's going into have back surgery, he has major back problems. Two weeks after surgery, your your pain isn't going to magically go away. And I would assume that they did indeed prescribe him something. Might might have not been oxy, but he he definitely got some Laura tabs or something. He say the shooter Michael Lewis died by suicide seconds after officers started closing in on his location. They rescued a woman hiding. Dude, under- if you're gonna just kill yourself, like why you gotta take people with you? Why you gotta take innocent people with you? AR-15 style weapon, which the gunman bought about an hour before the shooting, and a semi-automatic handgun he purchased on Sunday were used in the attack. <gasps> Today, authorities touted the police response. They say officers entered the building just minutes after the first 911 call. Now, the community at St. Francis Hospital is... Oh, wow! They entered the building minutes after the first 911 call. That's something the kids in Uvalde didn't get. ...to save the lives of people in this city. And I hope you know how much it is appreciated. And there are reports one of the victims, William Love, an Army veteran, may have been helping others out of the building when he was shot. Nora... Aww. Nancy Chen, thank you. Well, that that your... sort of has become a national moment, and the president really, in response to those attacks, hasn't spoken out publicly. For that was CBS talking about Biden's comments happened just moments ago. Uh, we played those live. Uh, let's go to Buffalo, where the tops shooter was arraigned earlier today. Uh, we covered this last night, uh, charged with, what, 12 counts of terrorism? mass shooting in Buffalo was in court this afternoon, and he has now been officially charged with a 25-count indictment. 25 counts. And hello, everyone. I'm Scott Levin. This afternoon's arraignment comes as gun violence still remains in focus nationwide, with President Joe Biden even set to give a primetime speech tonight. You can watch that live here on Channel 2. It's we seven. did. Cameras were not allowed in the courtroom this afternoon, but our Ron Plants was there to watch proceedings for us, and he joins us with details of what happened. Ron? Mary Ellison, Scott, this is actually the third court appearance for the suspect, but now he heard those new specific state charges filed against him in that 25-count indictment, which came out yesterday. And this time, we also caught some of the frustration of some relatives of the shooting victims as they were in the courtroom as well and then spoke with reporters afterwards. Now, the 18-year-old suspect seen here actually in previous video was again shackled and there was again heavy court security, even a bomb-sniffing dog checking our cell phones as he appeared before... Yeah, which is weird. Uh, Now, once again, this is secondhand. This is a secondhand account coming from Sean. King, uh, he says that people that are locked up in Buffalo 
have been more than willing to take care of this young punk kid, and the cops have been protecting him. Not guilty through one of his three court-appointed defense attorneys to these new charges, which again range from first and second degree murder to attempted murder for the three wounded victims, then a weapons charge, and then specifically the charge of domestic terrorism as motivated by hate. He faces life in prison without parole if found guilty. And as we've told you, he's being held without bail and remanded there again to the holding center in isolation and under suicide watch. Now, family members watched by court officers were in this proceeding as well, including relatives of one specific victim, 52-year-old Marcus Morrison there, and they told us they wanted more details from prosecutors on where this case is going. They also feel others were potentially involved and say the investigation has to go further beyond the suspect. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know about him being in contact with a fucking former federal agent 30 minutes before the attack. What's up with that? And that because he's not on his own. And I think it's childish and, and ignorant and willful blindness to just sit here and say, oh, it was just him. Right. You mean this this 18-year-old ignorant child, this ignorant thug, Came and drove 200 miles to Buffalo, scoped out. I like her. Wrote a 180-page manifesto, (laughs) and you're going to tell me that that wasn't? There's more to that. He didn't do that on his own. There's no way he did that on his own. Absolutely. He didn't do it. And is anyone else? He's also wearing a Malcolm X shirt. We will point out that the investigations at the state and federal levels are ongoing, especially with the Buffalo News reported last week that investigators were looking at individuals invited to be in a chat room with the suspect a short time before the shooting occurred. That according to their published account. And at the federal level, the suspect could face new charges that may even carry a potential death penalty. So we'll see what else emerges. Now, Channel 2's Rob Hackford also attending a press conference with District Attorney John Flynn, and he joins us live from the Erie County Courthouse here. Rob? Yeah, Ron, you mentioned that domestic terrorism motivated by hate charge. It's actually the first time in New York State that a grand jury has indicted an individual on that charge. And the Erie County District Attorney and his prosecutorial team spoke today after the arraignment. The DA said he is a little limited on what he could say, however, commenting for the first time on a gag order that was filed by the defense and the agreement with the judge that he would not discuss any evidence related to this case. Now, the 25-count indictment, however, almost speaks for itself. The DA did say the way the charges... Hold on, let me let me find the story here, Drake. There was a there was like a federal agent. There was somebody that was involved with federal law enforcement that was in contact with the shooter 30 minutes before he carried out the shooting. Let me give you the update on that. This is what she's referring to. This is from the Buffalo News. Uh, Authorities investigating if if a retired federal agent knew of Buffalo mass shooting plans in advance. Law enforcement officers are investigating whether a retired federal agent had about 30 minutes advance notice of a white supremacist plans to murder black people at a Buffalo supermarket, two law enforcement officials told the Buffalo News. Authorities believe the federal agent, believed to be from Texas, was one of the last uh, was one of at least six individuals who regularly communicated with the accused gunman Peyton Gindron in the online chat room where racist hatred was discussed. 
Law enforcement sources with direct knowledge of the investigation stated these individuals were invited by Gendron to read about his mass shooting plans and the target location about 30 minutes before Gendron killed 10 people at Topps Markets on Jefferson Avenue. So that is that is what the uh, family member of one of the victims was referring to in the footage we just watched. Were filed was purposeful. Flynn said he wanted to make sure each of the ten victims was named. The families of the victims have demanded and are demanding justice. The members of this community are demanding justice, and this is moving very, very quickly as it should. When you hear the phrase, throw the book at someone, well, in this case right here, the defendant just got war and peace. (laughs) The FBI special agent in charge at the press conference today was asked about what federal charges could be coming if the Department of Justice... We threw 24 volumes of the Encyclopedia Britannica at him. Now the next court date, a discovery hearing here at Erie County Court is now set for July 7th at 2 p.m. In downtown Buffalo, Rob Hackford, Channel 2 News. Thank you, Rob. I don't want to watch The Most Disrespectful Defendants. That is indeed a large book. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. It's, it's not the Communist Manifesto. I'm, I'm aware. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. Remember we mentioned the ages of the shooters earlier? This is a report on Axios. Mass shooters are getting younger. The two mass shootings in Buffalo, New York and Uvalde, Texas, both perpetrated by 18-year-olds, have highlighted a disturbing reality. The shooters are getting younger. Now, when when I was a young kid, back in the 80s, it was, it was older people who uh, fell through the cracks of capitalism it was, it was a thing called going postal. That's what it was called when I was young. They called it going postal because postal workers would come in and commit mass shootings. That's a thing. Those were, those were the, the simpler times. The shooters are getting younger. Most of the deadliest shootings in the U.S. since 2018 were committed by men who were 21 years or younger. Between 2012 Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting committed by a 20-year-old and late 2017 killers were between the ages of 26 and 64. All of them were men. When looking at school shootings specifically, killers tend to be younger. That makes sense, though, when it comes to school shooters. Nearly half of homicides in 2020 were committed by people 29 and under, according to the most recent FBI data on the matter. Johnny Three Terracine. Thank you for being a freaking follower. Problem seems to be getting worse. Per the New York Times, only two of the deadliest mass shootings from 1949 to 2017 were committed by gunmen under 21. Two were the Columbine High School shooting in 1999 and the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting in 2012. We see two clusters when it comes to mass shooters. People in their 40s who commit workplace-type shootings, going postal, and a very big cluster of young people, 18, 19, 20, and 21, who seem to get caught up in the social contagion of killing, 
Jillian Peterson, a criminal justice professor who helped found the Violence Project, told the New York Times. Under federal law, a person has to be 18 or older to buy a shotgun or a rifle, though some states have a higher limit of 21. Additionally, there is no law preventing teens or even kids from being given a rifle as a gift. People say you can legally possess a rifle before you are 18. Speaking of which, let's take a look at the Uvalde shooter's arsenal. Their arsenal. Investigative reporter Jeremy Rogowski joining us, sharing details on new search warrants that he has obtained. Jeremy. Yeah, Sherman, these two search warrants executed by the Texas Rangers reveal new information about the tremendous amount of firepower the alleged teenage gunman was packing. Man, if you stick a gun up a woman's vagina, then maybe, maybe Republicans will leave it the fuck alone. The truck that police say Salvador Ramos stole from his grandmother and crashed in a ditch near Robb Elementary contained a massive amount of ammunition. According to this search warrant, investigators recovered a duffel bag with a half dozen 30-round rifle magazines and another nine 30-capacity magazines in the front and rear seats and on the floor. When you buy more than, like, two packs of Sudafed, it sets off an alarm with law enforcement. I I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. Only a good fetus with a gun can stop a bad fetus with a gun. Four boards of the truck. Some four. That's not true. That is not true. That is not true because some fetuses consume the other fetus, as I understand it. That's a, that's a thing that can happen in the womb. <laughs> that, that one kid can consume the other kid. Investigators also seized evidence from the nearby home where Ramos allegedly shot his grandmother. And and for those of you that haven't been around uh, my brand of comedy for a while since we were talking about a school shooting and I brought up the Sudafed thing, remember kids, shoot up drugs, not schools. My advice for all you youngins out there, I need to fix that so it don't flash the screen black. Massacre. That included two unspent 223 cartridge casings, two phones and a laptop, and blood and hair evidence from the scene. Sorry, Drake. And for perspective, think about this. All of that ammunition that we just mentioned in these search warrants did not include all... I'm, 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 st- I'm stealing this and paraphrasing from a... Twitter or Facebook comment I saw, but uh, dark humor is like uh, help from the police in a school shooting. Not everybody gets it. Spent shell casings and unfired magazines recovered here from the school itself, all from an 18-year-old. Sherman? Jeremy Rogowski, thank you, sir. That poor woman, we've watched multiple reports from her over the last few days. Now, I was hoping we would get to see some of the uh, live debate from the floor of the House. I'm sorry, it wasn't the floor of the House. It was a committee meeting. Uh, but they wrapped up right about the time that Joe Biden was speaking. But this is the recap of what happened today. As the House panel took up a gun bill. Favorably to the House. The clerk will report the bill. 
HR 7910 to amend Title 18, United States Code, to provide for an that objection the bill You say it's too soon to take action? That we are politicizing these tragedies to enact new policies? It has been 23 years since Columbine, 15 years since Virginia Tech, 10 years. Oh, thanks for making me feel old, Representative Nadler. Four years since Parkland and Santa Fe and the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. It has been three years since El Paso. It has been a week since we learned again that gun violence can reach any of our children and grandchildren at any time and that no number of armed guards can guarantee their safety. It has not even well, been cops are useless. hours since the last mass shooting and who knows how long until the next one. Too soon? Sir, 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 there was one going on while you were saying that. I do believe they convened at like noon Eastern time today. So maybe it was a couple hours later, but who knows how long? Oh man, like today, today, mass shooting USA. It's going on right now, Nadler. Hey friends, what the hell are you waiting for? We need to get serious about understanding why this keeps happening. Democrats are always fixated on curtailing the rights of law-abiding citizens rather than trying to understand why this evil happens. Until we figure out the why, we will always mourn losses. Sir, sir, this is Representative Jim Jordan from Ohio who uh, has made a career of covering up the abuse of other people. He covered up the sexual assault of students at Ohio State University where he was a wrestling coach. Yes, Jordan is great at ignoring things. ...without fixing the problem. Our job is to figure out the why. And when somebody who's 18 years old... No, your job is to pass legislation, motherfucker. You're not a psychologist. ...by an assault weapon. You're not a sociologist. That's not your fucking job. Where is that person coming from? That's what they want on their 18th birthday is an assault weapon. They got a problem, which means we got a problem, which means those 19 kids and their parents and those two teachers have a problem. It's called capitalism. That one, gun manufacturers have put, pushed for such lax laws to the gun culture that the right wing is constantly heralding that, that somehow owning a gun makes you manlier like the Steven Crowders of the world. And they feel hopeless because they live in late stage capitalism where everything is monetized. Where you can't have a fucking life outside of of you being a commodity, you selling your labor as a commodity, and you buying commodity. That's all it is. It's commodifying every fucking thing. And you guys, you specifically created this environment. It's not it's not about fucking porn or pot or any of the other violent video games or movies. They're going to blame it on. No. It is a result of unfettered late-stage capitalism and the decline of our empire. Forever. But there's a willingness to just ram through this package, and the answer is, we don't have any patience for you if you're objecting. The voices are raised. The accusations are made. Republicans are complicit. You are. I can tell you this, and let me be clear. 
You are not going to bully your way into stripping Americans of fundamental rights. We all understand that. I, I can tell you this. I'm going to guess that Mr. Bishop is on the take from a, a gun manufacturer. Stripping Americans of fundamental rights. We all understand that the murder of our children cannot continue. And we have solutions that a majority of American people believe in. They are common sense compromises that will keep American children alive. Common sense compromises. Uh, this is Representative Dan Bishop of North Carolina. Go to Open Secrets here and look and see if we can find a gun lobbyist. Representative Bishop's list of donors. Uh, Wells Fargo is one of them. Western National Group. Who the fuck that is? A real estate company. A lot of real estate. Quality built homes. Roche Holdings, some kind of medical company. So I, I was service level. Uh, one of his big donors is not a gun manufacturer. He's being, uh, he's being bankrolled by a lot of, uh, Finance people. Yet Wells Fargo headquartered in North Carolina, so you expect to see that. That's his top contributor. I guarantee somewhere down the line he is taking some money. He's on the Armed Services Committee. He's taking some money from gun manufacturers, defense contractors. Uh, North Carolina uh, probably has some lax fucking laws then. There's a lot of finance headquarters. There you go. He might be he might be interviewing for it. That's gonna be a short one for me tonight. Uh, we came on early, did the did the Biden speech and everything. Here's your puppy. Here's your puppy, guys. Looking all sad. Why are you looking sad, buddy? Oh, can't make him big. Oh, he's always looking sad. Oh. Oh, he's he's bringing his mother stuff while she's showering. Sorry for the speed run. I uh <laughs> to be to be honest with you, I was putting together a show when I found out that Biden was going to be speaking at 6:30. And I wasn't done with anything other than gun stories. So that's that's why like I I had my prep time cut short by thirty minutes. Carry the Biden speech live. Just just throwing that out there. But but if you are if you are concerned that you haven't had enough Justin Freaking in your life, 
I happen to do a comedy show on Friday nights with my lovely co-host by the name of Sparkles Lavendar. Yeah, we're wrapping it up, Curious. We actually came on about uh, a half hour early. We carried Biden's speech. I also thought that we were going to have Congress still debating gun laws. But that wrapped up right as we were wrapping up Biden's speech. So, I don't have any more content for you. He did not say anything of substance. Of course not. Of course not. But if you want to go back, I made some funny jokes. You can you can watch the video on demand on Twitch or go back and check out the replay on YouTube. Here's Puppy bringing presents to his mom. Got some tongs for her. Three mittens. And one shoe just in case she needs a shoe. Oh, if you're watching on Twitch... You are going to head over to probably Polly people. Yeah, let's go say hey to Polly people. Pride month, so let's go raid the lovely Polly people. He was talking about uh, the Matt Walsh What is a Woman documentary, which... Get this, get this. The Daily Wire is saying that they had a DDoS attack, which isn't true. They just had an amount of traffic that they couldn't handle on their servers. So now they're playing victims and saying that, oh, we had a DDoS attack. The 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 LGBTQ plus community is trying to take us down. They don't want anybody to see your stupid movie. But hey, thank you, Matt Walsh. My my videos making fun of you are seeing an influx in traffic right now. If you're watching on Twitch, you're going to head over to Polly People. She might have already wrapped up her coverage of What is a Woman. Uh, I might watch it over the weekend as a special stream if you guys catch that. I'm not going to pay for it. I'll illegally download it. But remember, the Friday Night Freak Show tomorrow night, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. My lovely co-host, Sparkles Lavendar, will be joining me. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We will see you tomorrow night on the Friday Night Freak Show.